Okay. I did it. You did it. Congratulations. Where do I win? Um, oh, no. A consolation prize. Participation trophy. That's not useful. First reaction, fan reaction. I'm your host, Dara Whitman, and here with me is my lovely co-host. Okay, Lynn Hi. How's it going? Are you okay? Um, man, that was a lot. You just put me through, like, mm-hmm. emotionally, um, because we just watched it. I said these were good episodes. You you were correct. I didn't doubt you, but I didn't, I just didn't understand the scale of it, so Because a you. lot happens. A lot friggin' happens. All right, so we're talking about Still on Pushing Daisies. We're almost Yay. done, actually. I That's so weird. How many episodes are there total in the season? 13. 13. So we're on five. Okay, very nice. So watch episode five, Dim Sum, Lose Some. Ha <laughs> ha, hey. And episode six, oh, 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 it's magic. You know. Never believe it's not so. Okay, but we're going to start with... It's magic. Okay. Yeah, we're going to start with Dim Sum, Lose Some. So... Uh, let's get into the plot. Uh, this starts with a lot happening. Yes. I say the next episode also a lot happens. Right. Um, so, to the past. To the past. It's winter. We're at the Longboro School for Boys. Which is a great place. Everything fun. No traumatic I, memories happening there. I mean, it doesn't seem like a bad place. I think Ned does more traumatic memories about being abandoned. Yeah, that's true. He's got some feelings about that. Right. But uh, so it's a long weekend. And mm-hmm. uh, so a lot of the times the parents will come pick their kids up. But mm-hmm. uh, Ned is an, ab- is an abandoned child. Yeah, I know. Nobody, no one love him is sad. <laughs> well, people love him. They're just either, they're, they're just dead. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ned's fine. He's fine. He doesn't have any childhood trauma that he needs to work through. No therapy. No therapy. He's, he's fine. We don't, we don't need therapy. All right. Um, but uh, there. So he goes into this one room with the other kids who's. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Parents have also. Parents that, yeah. They're, they're, they're a bunch of rejects, basically. Well, they're either a bit. Because the one, the one main kid. Um, what's his name? Eustace. No, that's the other guy. I forget his name. Oh, Igmar. Yeah. Igmar. And it says, like, his parents are missionaries, so. Hmm. That might, and like maybe the other kids, like you don't know what weekend it is. Yeah. It looked like winter, but it might have just been. So like maybe the parents is going to come that weekend. Right. We don't know. But but anyway, yeah. so Ingmar has a roulette wheel. And. <laughs> yes, very professional. And so Ned's there to gamble with some chocolates that he has. Yeah. Because they're just gambling stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, he finds a note in the box and it's from his mother realizing that it was a gift for him. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I can't. But then it's already... He loses everything. He loses everything because he forgot about the double zero. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. But he only... I think he only... He sold the box mm-hmm. and the card. Yeah. So, like, that's... Everything else wouldn't have lasted. But that lasts. But he basically learns that, like, everything is, like, a gamble and that he should avoid taking them. Mm-hmm. He's taken some, though, as we say, because he, you know, spent all his money on a pie... Uh, on a pie shop when carbohydrates were not in fashion. Yeah. <laughs> which is... Back during those times. Which is bullshit because carbohydrates are always in fashion. No, it was a big thing. Remember the Atkins diet? That was when you were supposed to cut all carbs out of your not diet. Not everybody. Who... Can, it was a big fad. It was a fad. Big thing. But that doesn't mean everybody did it. No. And also, like, after you did that and then you got really upset and you just wanted a slice of pie. 
I would like a slice of pie. I think that every single time I watch this show, I think, man, you know what I want right now? Pie. You're not getting pie today. You're getting latkes. I am excited about the latkes. Yeah. So I I won't complain. And then he also took... This time. But then he also took a risk when he brought Chuck back to life. Yeah. And, you know, she's, you know, helping on the pie hole. She makes a new pie called Summer Passion Fruit. She's got a long fork. (laughs) So, you know, everything's hunky-dory. What can go wrong? Uh, Everything. Everything. So So many things. Olive comes in and says, like, hey, who's that dude Mm -hmm. that just came in? And apparently Ned had a conversation with him. Or, like, a little, like, thing when she, he was pouring coffee, and he just says, pie is delicious, just like your mother's. <laughs> and he was like, this is a man who knows things. Well, he's, like, kind of, kind of he's trying to rationalize it with his anxiety. God, yeah. like, I keep, like, relating of, like, anxiety rationalization that Ned does. Uh-huh. And so he's, like, kind of, like, freaking out about, like, maybe just meant, like, you know, like, all mothers, like, the stereotypical thing. Right, But yeah. then he goes to talk to him again about it, and, like, saying, like, I think I'm just misunderstanding something, so here's a slice on the house. Right. But then he says something about, like... He makes a comment about... Uh... Yes. Like, being stingent or something? I don't remember. I'll, the, I'll just play the clip. Yeah. Makes a comment about his father. Father. So then he's like... Mm. He's like, oh, so, sir, you know who I am and you know things. What kind of things do you well, be knowing? Well, we introduce him as Dwight Dixon, who seems fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He see, at first. Did you think he thought thought he thought at, he was fine? At, at first, he seems pretty. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Harmless. First, he seems pretty harmless. <laughs> I mean, like things change, but at first, it just seems like <laughs> essentially, seems like immediately harmless. they change. Yeah. And uh, he's looking for Ned's father. Uh, Dwight Dixon's played by Stephen Root. I recognize I recognize the face, but he's like a he character been? actor. I think I first saw him in this, but then I saw him a bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. I think you would remember him. He was the blind guy in Get Out. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Like yeah. the the yeah. guy, the member, the guy he didn't want Daniel Kaluuya's body because he was black, but because he had the eyes. Because he had good eyes. Only and, that, and, and not and <laughs> only that, and not any of the and racist not, stuff. Not ra- That's a good movie, though. A great movie. I don't, I don't like horror, but I like that movie. I haven't seen Us, um, though, in a really long time. Yeah, I have not seen that one. But Get Out's a good movie. So he was Get in Out's that. Good movie. So that's where you recognize him from. Yeah, okay, got it. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. And probably other things, because I... Just oh, yeah, like, familiar. I think... I, the other things I can remember seeing him in are True Blood. Um, he has actually just in this movie that I watched called Uncle Frank mm. with Paul Bettany, where he's playing Paul Bettany's dad. Oh, okay. I saw the trailers for that. Okay, yes. Okay, so yes. Well, so that was that was a movie. I don't really know if I want to spoil it for you. Was it good? Yeah. Okay, cool. We thought it was a comedy, but it wasn't. Oh. <laughs> but Paul Bettany's in it. Yeah. I, it seems kind of like, like is, is it more of a dramedy? Yeah. It, yeah, okay. That, yeah, because from watching, I think I saw a couple trailers, so like, yeah, yeah it makes sense. But uh, anyway, so Dwight wants to see, like, where's Ned's father? And uh, Ned's kind of like, we lost touch yeah, a while like, ago. I got no idea. So I got no idea. And uh, then he's like, bye-bye. So long. And we're just going to forget that happened. And mm-hmm. hopefully nothing about it will come up again later. Yay. Anyway. That's fine. Nope. This is- mm-hmm. uh, meanwhile, go to, let's go to Emerson's office. I don't know if you've ever noticed this. Probably did. 
But uh, so Emerson's office is above a Chinese restaurant. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm mad because when I saw the episode title last time we recorded, I was like, oh, this is going to be a crime involving the place downstairs. And I didn't say it. And now you're not going to believe me. But I was thinking <laughs> it the whole time. Um, but you didn't say it, so it's not true. It is very true. It's very true. Is it? I think. It, yeah. It is. No, it is, that, I did think that. I, I very much assumed that. Um but I'm glad to see that in my brain I was right. So we go to the so the restaurant's called the Dim Sum, and uh, Emerson just got some lunch there, and uh, he's it's like that for the best thing ever where you eat a bunch of food and then you get, get take a nap. Oh, we'll go into that food coma. Yep. So then, but then he gets his fortune cookie, and the message is "Help me, Emerson Cod." Yes. So so something is wrong. Something is wrong. So he decides to go down to the restaurant, but before he can get, figure out. What was going on? He runs into an old familiar face. Yeah, somebody who I was not expecting to see in the slightest. Really? No, I was not. I did not. I did not. I don't know why I didn't think that she was going to come back. Simone's back. I should have realized, by the way, you talked about her when she was here the first time that she was coming back, but I didn't. And then she was back, but it was exciting. So Simone's back with bubblegum. Mm hmm. And uh, she's getting. Um, I for like I guess like for a long time I thought I think like it was like some food but then also like considering what we find out about Simone later yeah maybe some other stuff mm. but uh so but they're having some like they're having a conversation yes bubblegums and heat uh-huh. Uh-huh. so there's some like nice sex jokes in this there's some pretty funny some there's some pretty good fornication humor I like the one where like in this part where the narrator is basically discussing um like. That the last time Emerson and Simone were together, there was some like feelings of it, and then Simone was just like breeding. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Oh, it wasn't he? But anyway, so then, but then, so Emerson asked, like, "Did you send me a no, no fortune cookie?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "No." She's like, "If I need someone, I tell you." Yep. So then they leave, and then um, Emerson goes to. She's, he sees like an old woman, mm-hmm. like kind of like crying a bit, and then he comes over and says, "Like, hey, I work upstairs. Did you?" Send me a note and a fortune cookie. And then she says, um, like, that she sees uh, billboards. But the, the but the woman's name is Lei Di Ting. Mm-hmm. And she's the wife of Bao Ting, the chef. Right. Who's, like, this is apparently this amazing chef. Mm-hmm. I was looking up the name Bao. I was, like, the, the Bao was the title of the Pixar short. And I was, like, is Bao the name of the bun? Like, is his name, like, a, like... Oh. on the type of pork bun and so I was trying to look that up and also because now I'm looking at that looks really good um, so okay uh, uh, man I wish I knew how to pronounce Chinese um, a guobao is also known as a pork belly bun so his name is a direct play on like the buns that he makes okay. so I wanted to make sure that I got that correct before I said anything um, also the, the animated short bow is very cute I forget which movie it was in front of. I think it was in front of Incredibles 2. But anyway, go watch it. Pushing Daisies. Pushing Daisies. All right. So we find out that Valve's dead. Yes. And uh, basically uh, what happened, uh, we get their story, which is that Bao and Lady immigrated to the United States, opened up a restaurant. They did. They were very successful, Yay. it seems. Um, but Bao had, like, a lot of stress going on and, like, a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. And then his pork bun steamer thingy. Um, Speaking of pressure, exploded. Yeah, and then there was a pipe. It just went. Would you? Would you? True his head. So he did. 
So he is deceased. Yes. But then we go to the morgue to talk to him. Yeah. And, um, but he, yeah, so we, yeah, wake, yeah. we wake him up and he's... He doesn't really realize he's dead. He doesn't. Um, and he doesn't realize that there is a pipe in his head. Which is funny, considering he's moving his head around and yeah. everybody's like... But he thinks somebody's going to kill him. Yes. But he's, yeah, he's aware that, that death is on the menu at this restaurant, um, but he doesn't realize he's already been served. Yes, because we need a mirror to, like... Mm-hmm. But because of the bet that he lost. Yes. But then he tries to get out, but then, you know... They they have to... He dead. Yeah, he's 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 re-dead. Yep. I love it on the wiki thing. It says, after Ned re-kills Val. I re-kills him. I was like, that's a little... Wow, that's, that's a little harsh. Mean. That's a little harsh. That's mean. He just returns him to his proper resting place. <laughs> um, Emerson goes to talk to uh, Bao and Lady's daughter, May, who mm-hmm. works as a waitress in the restaurant. Yes. And uh, just to, like, see if she knows anything mm-hmm. or that kind of thing. And she seems, like, a bit standoffish. Right. So, but that, and then also we meet her fiancé, Rubby Wu. Yeah, he, yeah. he's a... Uh... We get any feelings with that? Um... He seems kind of like a weird kind of dude. He's a little awkward. I thought he seemed like a weird dude, and then, like, I was noticing at this time, like, her body language. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't seem like she's, like, thrilled about being engaged to him. So you're like, mm, There's something going on there. Not, it's not love. It's not love. It might be for some other reason. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, And he's talking to them and asking if there was, like, a gambling thing going on. Right. And they're like, no. Mm-hmm. So... We get to that. Um, also, everyone's weird just like eats food that's supposed to go to people. He is obsessed with the food at this restaurant. I don't blame him because it looks very good, but he's just like eats everything in sight, which like fair. Also, in this movie, because like I don't, I go to like only like a few Chinese restaurants, but like the plates were like silver things with lids. Like I've never been. Is it like? And it says it's called the dim sum, so it was like a specific kind of dim sum is like a, a specific kind of restaurant. Yeah. yeah, it's like where everything is like it's like basically like like. Uh, I've only done dim sum once and it really stressed me out. Wow. Um, <laughs> he's like, you don't like sit down, look at a menu and like order one dish. It's like a bunch of little dishes so, that you like. So it's like when you go to like a really fancy restaurant where everything's like really tiny? Kind of, but it's like meant to be like, you're like getting things off the cart or you're like, oh yeah, this, this, this. And then you get them. And it was a lot going on and I was really stressed because I, I've never been to dim sum before. Thankfully the person I was with had, um, so they were helping me through it. Um, and then I'm very bad at, like, understanding people. Um, so, like, they're trying to talk to me, and I have no idea what they're saying. And I'm like, okay, I'm just, I, I don't, I don't know much of this. Food. I don't know what this is. Like, I don't know a lot of the stuff it's called. Because it's not like, it's, it seems, I think dim sum is more like Chinese food and not like our, and not Chinese American food. Which yeah. Is what, which is what we get, like, takeout at Chinese restaurants. Um, it was, it was good. Very exciting. It's, it's a very, you know, good stuff, good experience. But man. I was a little stressed out. <laughs> You're okay. Um, but it all turned out okay. So. Hooray. Yay. All right. So we don't have really any, like, anything about gambling in the restaurant. Um, and we, Emerson lets uh, Ned and Chuck know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he leaves to, you know, figure something else out. Um, Olive says that Dwight returned again. Yes. So he, yeah, he's he's not just a one-off thing. He he's yep. he's kind of sticking around. And then Ned and Chuck have a conversation about like, hey, like there's a chance, like we could maybe figure out some stuff about your father, right? Because like I think like Chuck kind of is like wondering like why he's not doing that when he has the opportunity. Meanwhile, like she knows mm-hmm. about this, her aunt who's her mother, but she can't really pursue she can't it. Do, pursue it. Mm-hmm. So maybe 
That kind of thing. Right. And then Ned says, all right, you can give Dwight this address that I have. Mm-hmm. That was, like, the last location I saw my father at. Right. And he, she was like, wait, how long have you had this? And we're like, mm-hmm. It's been a while. A long time. Yeah. Don't want to discuss it? No, I don't think we should. Nope. Meanwhile, while they're there, um, Bao's old friend, Hong Huinjin? I'm so sorry. How do you spell it? Hojong. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm not like 100% on that because I'm not an expert on Chinese, but I'm pretty sure it's Hojong. Hojong? Yeah. Okay. We're going to go with that if I'm wrong. Sorry. Sorry. Let me know. Um, comes in. He comes into the pie hole and uh, he apparently overheard Emerson talking to May and Rubby. Mm-hmm. And he says that there is gambling there. There's always been gambling ever since the right. Prohibition. And you'd have a lady on one arm and a glass of milk. <laughs> Wait, it might not be milk. Does it, I want? Does I wonder if it says what he actually um, said? Um, no, but it's Chuck translating, and and she, while she is a polyglot, doesn't mean that she is an expert on everything. Somebody language. who knows multiple languages. Yes, or fluent. Yes. Okay. Fluent or no? Speaks, uh, I think it's just. I don't think they specify, but somebody who speaks many, 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 many languages. Yeah. But uh, apparently that the co- when they were probationary, the cops kind of caught them. Mm-hmm. So then they had to, like, hide it. Yeah, they had to find a way, like, that wasn't so obvious. And, and so then we go back to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dim sum. There's a, there's a pie hole dim sum. Anyway. Yes. So we go back there, and they'd be like, we try to look for, a, like, the... Something that looks like it's gambling. Right. And then we see a table of, like, a, bun- like a bunch of men and Simone. Mm-hmm. And we have to hide from Simone because Emerson's being a bit of a coward. Yeah. And then we, so we're watching, the, and then like, so they're watching this table, like watching Simone, and they're noticing that nobody's eating. Mm-hmm. And then like somebody, like, and the waitress like spins the thing, and there's a bunch of like silver plates. I don't know what they're. Like, uh, dishes? I don't know what we would, yeah, I don't know what. Dishes. Yeah. And then people take them mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. And if you like look at it properly, it looks like poker. Yeah. So. Yeah. We're playing poker with food. Yay. Hooray. That's Figure, fun. Figured it out. So then Emerson calls in Simone to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Maybe some other. Maybe, maybe some other thing. Maybe a little. Maybe maybe a little something. something. All right. So the way that this. Wo- something, something. So the way this works is that you have these like soybeans, which count as like chips. Mm-hmm. So then you put them in. And then um, the meats are the suits. No. The. Yes. Oh, I, I did not catch the full thing the whole the first time around. Does it say? No, but isn't suit like the club clover? Yeah, that's a suit. I get that's not what I meant then. Hmm. Club spade diamond heart are suits. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. I don't think it explains it here. But basically, I thought it was like the meats are the suits, but then the appetizers are the numbers. I don't know, but it's five card. It's five card draw. Right. So, if I, do you know how to play five card draw? Have you played it? I don't think so. I've played it not no. in like not in a casino, but like I've played it like with my family or like a couple times at camp. Yeah. It's basically you have a deck, mm-hmm. and if you know like all the things like Full House, yeah. Two, so yeah, and then somebody I think it's like somebody lays out like a few. I think I, forget, I think it's like you have three cards and somebody lays out two or something like that. I might just have the Wikipedia thing explain it. I thought that was Texas Hold'em. That's the same thing. I oh, think. I think okay. it's the same thing. I know how to play. That Texas Hold'em is the only poker I thought I've Five played. Card Draw and Texas Hold'em are the same thing. I don't know. Th- are they? I don't know. Do you want to look it up or just want to? I'm looking at. I got. I need to know so I can properly inform myself. I thought Texas. Because I know like one of them is like you only have like three cards and then there's like two at the bottom 
and then you have to like pick and choose your cards. Something, something, something. And then you get money. Oops. Well, wait, in five card draw, do you, um, how many cards do you get? Maybe they are different. Because seconds hold them is when you receive two, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, maybe they are. Okay, maybe it's two different things. Maybe it's like with five card you. Hmm. All right, we don't know poker. I'll put it. I can put a Wikipedia thing. Maybe five cards like you have five cards and then you can like yeah, because I think in... switch between like two and three or like a bunch to like make me get a better hand. I don't know. All right, I'll look it up later. Anyway, so anyway, Simone's explaining this to um, Emerson mm-hmm. at at his office, and then basically we we meet all of the people. So there is um. The main one, I mean, the main one's, like, that we would need to know is Shrimp Boy. Shrimp Boy. Yeah, so the main one's, I'll play the clipboard that explains everybody, but, yeah. like, the main one, his name is Shrimp Boy. Shrimp Boy. But basically, all of them are capable of killing. Yeah, yes. And over, over a bit. Correct. Because they take it very seriously. Mm-hmm. And then Simone's, like, saying, like, yeah, I'm just here to get information from, not, like, anything else. Mm-hmm. And, we're, and she's just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Emerson's, like, kind of, whenever I'm with somebody, kind of goes bad. Which, like, I guess, like, the only relationship knowledge that we have of Emerson is whoever the mother of his child was. Right. Which clearly did not end well. That not, it didn't really work out. So he's kind of, like, because no. I think it's, like, saying, like, when I'm really into somebody, it doesn't end well. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, she's, like, well, how would it end if we hooked up? Mm-hmm. And she, he's, like, very badly. And yeah. then she gets him. And then, yeah, and then she just, like... Goes for it. And then probably one of my favorite sex jokes ever. <laughs> the narrator's like, this is the first time Emerson, ha- Emerson had been ordered to come. <laughs> <laughs> and then she clicks her th- she clicks her thing. Yeah. And then click. And then they like, they do it. They do it. That- I love that joke so much. It's, a fu- it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. God, you look going to love double entendres on network television. Yay. And I'm just like, don't do it in front of the dog. I mean, I know. It's weird. Oh, does Emerson live in his office? I don't know where he lives. <laughs> I don't think we've seen where he lives. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so back to everybody else. Yeah. Um, so Chuck and Olive decide, hey, why don't we go find Ned's father? Yeah, that would Let's- be fun and good and not <laughs> at all bad. Let's do it. Let's go to the address and see what happens. Mm-hmm. So we go there with a free with a pie with pie that helps because when in doubt bring and, pie. Uh, so we we meet these like two younger gentlemen mm-hmm. who are twins. Yeah, 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 we meet one at first, and then one goes into a. They're doing magic. They're trick. doing magic tricks. They're magicians. We'll get to magic later. That that comes back. So then one's in like a, and then anyway, so they try to do a trick with like a trunk, and then one goes in one, and then pops out of the other. Yeah, but they're twins, so it's funny. So it's funny, and then you know. Then yeah, that's a, that's how that works. Mm-hmm. So then we can introduce them. They are Maurice and Rolston, which are some <laughs> unique names. Not unique, but just um, well, uncommon. A Rolston, Rolston. I don't know. I don't. Recall. I think I've heard I don't Maurice as a name. Right, right. I've heard definitely Maurice, but not don't know many Rolstons. No, nope. but uh, so they live in the house, and mm-hmm. we find out that um, they live there, and uh, they're since. And they've kind of lived there forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they ask for, they're looking, because the, Chuck and I'll say they look for an older gentleman. But they're like, well, the only other gentleman will be our dad. And he, like, left a while ago. Yeah. 
So he's already pieced out. And then their mommy married and left them the house. Mm -hmm. So Olive and Chuck learned that these are Ned's half-brothers. Yay. Hooray. Yes. What were your feelings on like this coming back? Um, uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm glad it came back because one of those things you kind of like were thinking about, but it's just, it was very funny to see that the Mr. Father figure just like upped and fucked out. That was pretty funny. <laughs> it was like, oh, this is a recurring trend. I see. Um, so interesting. Um, I guess like some stuff that we learn like here and then like later on, I kind of like get more interested in like what exactly Ned, like who Ned's father is. Yes. I think we would have found out more if there was more seasons. Mm, oh no. But like it, it kind of like gets the minds going. Right. A bit. So then, yeah, so it was kind of, I don't know if they, because they clearly didn't tell Maurice and Wilson about, like, hey, we know your older half-brother. Right, yeah, they did not reveal that information. Yep, so, mm-hmm. and then we cut back to Emerson post-coitus. Yeah, it's that post-coital clarity post, yeah. He's like so much lipstick on his face. Yeah, it's it's funny. And uh, he's going over these photos, and he sees, like, this one busboy mm-hmm. who... It just keeps popping up. Popping up. And sorry, I just got concerned for a second. Anyway, so then he calls Ned and says, meet him at the restaurant. Uh, both of them basically, uh, Ned and Chuck. So then they're there and they notice the busboy and that they said he only makes like $5 an hour, but he has like a really nice watch. Mm-hmm. And um, so they're kind of curious, like maybe like he knows something right. about that. And then they start to follow him. And then Chuck enters late. Mm-hmm. And then she basically reveals what him, her and Olive did. Right. So as they're following the busboy, Chuck tells Ned about his half-brothers. And we find out that Ned already knew about the half-brothers, which we knew about. Which, we, yes, we knew that he knew. Then he gets upset because, like, their names are kind of, like, exotic and not Ned. Right, yeah. But here's the thing, Ned. Like, yes, either, because, like, that's why parents grew up. Because either you have an incredibly boring name or you have a name that nobody can pronounce correctly. Hi, welcome first reaction, <laughs> fan reaction. <laughs> you know Maurice and Rolston, their names got messed up in school. You know that happened. You no, know, you know it did, at least for Rolston. Maurice, I mean, I mean, it's still like a name people know. People might have been like, Maurice. Sure. But yeah, yeah, we, we get it. Anyway, so as they're following uh, this busboy and having this conversation... Um, they find the steam bomb machine that was poorly fixed. Yes, Let's... it was It was not properly fixed. And also explodes again. Yeah. And it's but... like this weird, like, slow motion thing. Yeah, and like, Emerson just, like, narrowly dodged yeah. a little... And then it goes through a thing of, it looked like soy sauce. Yeah. And, some uh, kind of sauce. Yep, and then it hits the busboy. The poor busboy. He dead. It's just dead on impact. And he's bleeding rice. Yeah. And I love the line. Emerson. What a way to go. Emerson's like, you just think because you're dead, you're not, your secrets aren't going to be revealed, but you are so wrong. <laughs> so they, they have to quick talk to the dead body. Um, so his, those other people so his name is Perry Long, mm-hmm. and he is not an actual bus. He's a busboy undercover. Yeah. Was a busboy undercover. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's actually a life insurance investigator. Um, he's investigating a policy that Bao took out, mm-hmm. a $200,000 life insurance policy that he took out the day before he died. Right before he died, which yes. is like a little sus. And it was granted to his daughter. Mm-hmm. So that's also sus. Yeah. Did you start, when did, where does sus come from? I don't know. Okay. It's, I mean, it's, 
short for suspicious, and I think it just rose to popularity. Okay. In the year 2020. Oh, uh, I, so. I thought it was earlier, like, two. Might have been. I think, I think it's entered more of a global vernacular. Anyway, continue. All right. So then we run back into May, because now she has a motive for murder. Right. And we've revealed also, like, she wasn't very close with her father. Mm-hmm. So more motive yeah. for murder. Right. But she's kind of, like, not giving them answers, and then Shrimp Boy comes in with his bodyguards. Yeah, because Shrimp Boy don't want nobody talking. To May. To May, for some reason. Hmm. But I keep thinking, like, Emerson could probably take him. I mean, like... May, not the henchmen. Not, not the henchmen. Not the henchmen, and... Maybe. I don't think Ned could take any... Well... No. 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 He only has, like, he only has a height advantage. But everything else is he's just a poor noodle boy. He could really punch... He could, he could flounder. <laughs> I mean, he defeated that one guy with a sword in that in the third episode. That's true. Good for him. So then Emerson gets, has like an order given to him, which even though he didn't order anything, and there's another fortune cookie, and it mm-hmm. says, meet me across the street alone. Mm-hmm. So then he, and he thought it was from Lady. Right. But it's actually from May. Because it was the same handwriting as yeah. before. Mm-hmm. But it's actually May, and then we meet her at this like noodle bar. Mm-hmm. Noodles. Noodles. Discovered that May was actually the one who sent the no, the first note. Yes. So that said, so uh, Emerson could meet her mother. Yeah. So she kind of arranged that. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she because like she knows that her mother thinks that like her dad's death was suspicious, which it mm-hmm. you know is. Yeah. And we're talking and like basically May knows about the gambling and that shrimp boy is like keeping an eye on her. Right. For some reason, and it involves the bet. Ooh. That probably. The bet. The bet, which was. So Bao was trying to make get more money from the rest for the restaurant, mm-hmm. and instead gambled all his life savings away. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. Don't, don't do, do that. that. Don't do that. So then he asked to play on credit. I think I think at some point he was like, "Let me just make a little money," but then he got it. He got addicted. <laughs> happens. It happens. So, so he wants to play on credit, and then Shrimp Boy says, "All right, let's make a deal." Mm-hmm. So. If you lose this next round, then your daughter, May, has to marry my cousin, Rubby. Mm-hmm. So that's how that happened. Right. And then Bao lost. So, like, we know what happened. She, yep. She gets engaged. To a guy that she doesn't really like that much. And then she's mad at her father, which rightly so. Which, like, fair. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Very fair. Yeah, because that, that kind of sucks. Yes. So then we figured that Trim Boy probably... Killed Bao mm-hmm. so that because like I think like he was worried that like they were gonna go against the bet yeah because uh yes yeah, so that we figured so that Trimboy killed Bao so we got to get him to reveal that right and also they're trying to figure out how they can get into the um gambling thing yeah and they're thinking maybe we can go through Simone yeah. and I'm just like no mm-hmm. and then they're kind of like you did more you did more than just talk. Again, and then Emerson said something like, we decided to cool things down as mutually consenting adults. And we're just like, mm-hmm. did you? Did he? And then Emerson goes. Oh, uh, yeah. Emerson is trying to get out of that. And then also Chuck and Olive apologize for, like, sub- trying to reconnect. For, for kind of, for not staying in their own lane. Kind, yeah. And also, like, they... But, like, Chuck kind of thinks, like, but, like, maybe you should, like, what did the brothers do? They didn't do it. They really didn't do anything wrong. No. Just they find out of... la- we'll find out about them later, but, yeah. like. Yeah. And then Ned kind of, like, his excuse is that, like, it'll make his dad happy if he reunites with the brothers, which, like, I think is just, like, 
a bad excuse, like in the rationalizing in your head. Right. Yeah. It's well. It's like a. It's a. It's a big jump to conclusions because he. He. Yeah. He just assumes that. Yeah, connecting with his brothers is something that would his dad would have wanted, even though his dad kept his bastard children secret. <laughs> They're not bastards if they were. Well, I don't know if they were. If he was married to the other woman. Yeah. Because, like, in the one episode where we, like, meet them for the first time, it's his new wife. Mm-hmm. So, he might have just been a bigamist. Yeah. <laughs> but he he calls them bastards in the next episode. So. Yeah, but he gives me mad. Yeah. So, we don't, we don't like, fully know. So, in your head, I thought you were saying, like, Ned was the bastard. I'm like, no, but he was married to his mother. What if he wasn't married to the mother? What if he was? I don't know. There's a lot going on. There's a lot we're not sure about. And we'll never. <laughs> we'll never know. Anyway, so then Emerson uh, is tracking Shrimp Boy to the restaurant again and then sees Simone and then hides, which make we're, we were like, oh, wait, no, he didn't say anything. He just... He just peaced out. He kind of ghosted Simone. Don't don't ghost people. Well, we'll get to it. And then um, he gets an idea. So basically, because now we know, like, May's a good person, so we have her on our side. So then we dress up Olive and Chuck as, like, waitresses, mm-hmm. which, like... Might be a little bit of cultural appropriation, mm-hmm. but then also like, hey, we need to get some people in as, in disguise, right? And we don't, we don't know anybody else of Asian descent. <laughs> they're working with what they have. It, yeah, yeah, they're doing, they're doing their best. They're doing their best. <laughs> don't think about it. Don't think about it. It's fine. It's fine. Anyway, so they're in his waitresses, and then Emerson comes in in like a little like toupee. And yeah. then you were happy because Ned was in a disguise. Ned was in a disguise. I feel like that's the first thing. He, he usually doesn't jump on that. I'm trying to think. And I, I think you might be right. Yeah. I'm trying to, like, think back. Well, oh, well he what, he did dress as the priest. So but I feel like this was, like, he's like he, he, like, went with, like, the he had the fake mustache this time. But I like think with, like, the priest, with the, the nunnery, mm-hmm. he, like, had to and everybody had to because right. of, like, they were so outside. But I think, like... And this is like kind of like he didn't need to, right? Like, yeah. No, this this is a little more like you know. Also, with this one, there was like had, this was he like, had like more, an accent. Yeah, like he, he had an like a full character. Like with the priest, he just had a suit on and he was still being Ned. Right. But like when he was like he had an accent, he had a, he had to put a, he had to put on a mustache. Mustache. Right, exactly. Yeah. So he he was like in it. He was like in it. Um, and it was so also like, I respect. It was adorable. The drip. Um. So then they get in. Thank you. To the game, mm-hmm. and uh, Emerson doesn't want to give up his money, but he does. Mm-hmm. So they're playing, and they're trying to get information out of Shrimp Boy about the bet. Mm-hmm. And we also find out that Bao tried to, you know, like play again just to like get the money out. Shrimp Boy's like, no, because right. the bet is sacred. The bet is sacred. Also, we should mention that the bodyguards are indisposed because of a, of a uncomfortable fullness of the bladder. Yes, due to some herbs. <laughs> Boss. An uncomfortable fullness of the bladder. I just found that funny because the narrator said it and then they said it. Yeah. No, it, it's it's good. Good stuff. So then we find out that um, maybe Bao went to somebody else mm-hmm. to get... Because like, he was like, really upset that he did that to May, right. as he should be. As he should be. So then he was like, I think he went to Shrimp Boy first. Shrimp Boy was like, nope, a bet is sacred. You said this. You lost. Mm-hmm. We're done. Correct. Yep. So then he decides... Oh, Shrimp Boy turned around because he's not thinking to bet. So then he goes to Rebby mm-hmm. to maybe see, like, if he'll play. Right. And then, but, like, so, like, again, he's nothing to play. But then Rebby's like, hey, don't you have a life? Don't we have, like, a life? Can't you, like, get, like, a life insurance policy? Or do you have one? Hold on. 
Or, like, they, I guess, like, they could somehow, like, I don't know if he had it beforehand. I guess, like, but he said he took it out, like, before. Mm-hmm. So, like, the day before. So, I guess, or, like, he, I don't know how life insurance really works. Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, he took out a life, so, basically, it's, like, Rebby's, like, here's a life, you have a life insurance policy for $200,000 to your daughter, who I'm going to marry. So, it's, like, bet that. Right. And then Rebby wins. Mm-hmm. But then he wants, but then Rebby wants to, like, get that life insurance now. He wants, he wants a quick payout. So, murder. So, murder. We did it. We figured it out. So, Ruby did Yikes. it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, so they keep playing and that kind of, so they're playing for a little bit more, that kind of thing. Emerson wins. Good for him. Yeah. But then they get caught. They, like, right after he wins, they get caught. And then everybody, you know, gets tied up. And uh, basically, like, all the other gang, like, especially Shimboy, like, he's cool with it because he's like, my cousin won the game. Mm-hmm. And a bet is sacred. Yes. A bet Sacred. And then he kind of wants to like take Maid on like their honeymoon before they're married, and like Maid's like not. And Maid's just like yeah, he's trying to get out of there. But then she finds out that like Bao was like her dad was like trying to get the money back, and then she kind of she realizes that she didn't know her father like she thought she did, and he cared, even if he was a gambler. <laughs> and then Ned's like, mm-hmm. maybe I didn't know my father as well. I just know the bad parts, but like it seems like his dad was. But he may be possibly, there's something redeemable about him. Maybe. Maybe. Eh? Uh. Who knows? But anyway, so they're doing this thing, and then Simone pops up. Oh, yeah, she just shows up, because uh, she's got something to say. To Emerson? Yes, she uh, does. she noticed that he was hiding in his car, Yep. and it's just kind of upset because, you know, he goes to her, and don't do yeah. that to Simone. Don't do that to her. She's a tough lady. Yep, and uh, she's using the clicking thing again. I love that. Yeah. And it works. And then all the guys point the guns at her, and she's just like, uh... What appears to be happening here? Right. So then we're kind of... And then as Rebby's trying to like, get to untie May, and she's like, nope, I'm not going. Bubblegum's, like, pawing at his... Rebby's pocket. hmm So we're like... Because he's got something yummy in there. Because he has something yummy in there, and it turns out that, uh... He had the winning pork fund, so he's a cheater. He's a dirty cheat. And uh, Shrimp Boy, like, opens up his pocket, reveals that, which meant that he was always cheating. Including, he's been a cheater since day one. Yep, including when um, he was playing Bao. Mm-hmm. And while Shrimp Boy will, can forgive stuff like homicide and kidnapping and other... And, and arranged marriages. And arranged marriages and other stuff. But, like, if you cheat on a bet... The bet is sacred. The bet is sacred. So, because of that... The bet's n- null and void. Mm-hmm. So we're good. And made it time to marry him. Yay. That's and we good. And he goes to j- and Ruby goes to jail. Good. Yep. Yay, justice. All right. And then, so then the ending bits are uh, Emerson meets up with Simona, kind of talks to her, and basically saying, like, you kind of, like, have, like, this, like, thing of, like, don't show, mm-hmm. like, emotion or vulnerability. Right. And then he was like, yeah, but, like, when you came in there and, like, we're clearly upset, she was like... Like, let's, like, show each other our cards. Right. Let's see where this goes. Yeah. And so they realize that both of them put up walls. And if they want to pursue anything, they have to work on taking them down. Yep. Mm. And then we go back to Ned's father's house. Yes. With Ned there. Yeah, because Ned realizes that maybe he shouldn't shut this open door and pursue this. He should pursue this opportunity. Yep. And then he rings the doorbell and then he introduces himself. And says, like, we have the same dad. Yeah. And they're just accepting. And they're just like, cool. And they're like, hug. 
And then we're all like, yay, happy ending. What yay. can go wrong? Um, uh, yeah, the, the last shot is very concerning. So I was very concerned. <laughs> so Dwight's, so we see in a car there's a gun and also Dwight Dixon in the car in front of, across the street from the house. Yes. So. What does it mean? We'll get to it. What does it mean? We'll get to it. I'm concerned. What does it mean? And then we find out more stuff in the next episode, which like gives uh, a whole more information. With I, it's, a, it's a lot. I'm so concerned. I don't know. Are you okay? No. Did you like this episode? Oh, I did. <laughs> this was fun. I like this. This is fun. It had some, you know, had all your classics, had um, Chinese food under ground gambling um gambling with food which is fun i like how they did that that was that was clever and fun um had some reveals had some introduction of some interesting characters um had brought back some interesting characters i mean this episode is is very it it, it encapsulates a lot yeah this is definitely one of my favorites like yeah. i think like because i was saying to you like this these like like this pack of like four that we're going to be watching recording today are like yeah. some of my favorites yeah. and i'm I think I threatened you saying if you don't like it, you're wrong. But so far, you we're did, good. But so far, we're good. Help me. <laughs> it's like, no, like, it's like, A, like a lot happens. And like, yeah. plot moves along. It's funny. Mm-hmm. There's like a good mystery. Mm-hmm. And, you know, fun times. Yeah. And we're, we're open. We're starting to like open up some like other things that are going on behind the scenes. So we're, we're exploring. We're like, we're uncovering some things. Um, and then we'll find out because of this long running show. Because of this, sh- yeah. I mean, I can't wait to see all of these myth arcs wrap up um, properly, properly, and successfully, and fully, and wholly. Don't ruin it for me, Dara. <laughs> but the bad thing with this kind of like wrap up is not like it didn't wrap up like crappy because of like character decisions, like writing decisions would make you mad. It got, ba- it might have gotten like not greatly wrapped up because mm-hmm. it got canceled, which is just sad. Yeah. Well. So. Either you die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. So, <laughs> leaving you with that. Uh, there has to be, like, some shows out there that, like, actually, like, lasted a long time and, like, they didn't live long enough to see themselves become the villain. Oh, I mean, most. I'm trying to think of, like, shows that are successful that I like. and But most of them don't have over, like, five seasons. I think, can you have, like, can you have a successful good show that doesn't, like, get weird that runs longer than five seasons? Think about it. Yeah, that's that is the question of the day, folks. Parks and Rec. That no, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's it didn't good. start great, but no, that's no, that that's that's fair. That's and like that's I mean, say the last season's like the best season, but it still like didn't destroy anything, right? You know, it didn't like it wasn't like super super weird. So that's like fair point. Um, but everyone else, I want you to think about that. Give us a show. Um, that you like that didn't get weird and lasted longer than five seasons. Yeah. Um, so I think the only show that we ever did that lasted five seasons was Orphan Black, and that didn't get weird. Yeah, because we. But they clearly had a plan. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Right. And technically, that's only like fifty. That, that's that's the only reason why I said five episodes was because of Orphan five Black. Five seasons. Yeah. The only reason why I gave number five was like, well, we watch Orphan Black, and that was that was pretty solid. Well, I think like yeah, um, like like five seasons is like a good. I think five seasons is a good length for a show. Yes. Like between like three and five, I think between three and five is good. Um, uh, I think for me three is kind of too short. I guess depending on like the length of the show. Avatar: The Last Airbender. Excuse you. I still think that was too short. I yeah. wanted more. Yeah, I mean, we did want more, but we know that if I think if it continued for too much longer, it would have 
gotten a little sour. But I think also, um, like, because I know, like, some shows, like, they had, like, a seven-season plan. Mm-hmm. So if you have a plan and, like, you or don't. Or six seasons in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I know about Icy. I, I pay attention. A little bit. Um, anyway. But, yeah, so, but, yeah, I think, like, if you have a plan, because mm-hmm. I'm also thinking like Hannibal, like, the show Hannibal, because, like, I know there was, a, like, a seven-season plan, mm-hmm. which, and then it got canceled, but there's also, like, kind of, they're rearranging stuff. Anyway. Right. Anyway. Point being, mm-hmm. unless you have a plan, maybe stop at five seasons. Right. Not, but, but, like, I mean, if you said Supernatural is perfect in every way for all 15 seasons. <laughs> <laughs> um, How about yeah. that last episode? You're gonna break that thing. <laughs> okay, I'm good. Um, You're gonna break that. Um, me never break something. I could not imagine. Always. Um. So anyway. <laughs> um. So pushing daisies. Pushing daisies. We talked. We were talking about that at some point. All right. Uh. There's trivia. Oh yeah. Let's get some trivia. In here. Um. So. Oh, the iTunes version of this episode is missing Act Two. I'm trying to remember. The whole act? (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember if I actually had this show on iTunes. Oh, man. Because this was, like, at that point when, like, you would buy TV shows. Yeah, I I remember that. And then play them on your video iPod. I had had three episodes of Avatar The Last Airbender. I think two episodes of Death Note. Did I have some? I may have had some Bleach, but I think those were illegally downloaded. Um, I just remember, like, wait, I my, I think, like, my thinking, because, like, I had, like, a normal MP3 player for a long time, and then didn't go through iTunes to get music. I went through mm-hmm. other places yeah. that might not have been legal. Anyway. Yay. But then I got an iPod, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, wait, I have to pay for music and stuff? Mm-hmm. That was annoying. Mm-hmm. Now we just get everything for free. No, we don't. No, we don't. Anyway. I certainly do not. Culture references. The title is a phrase, is a play on the phrase, when some lose some. Mm-hmm. Um... And so that's the second heart. And then the other one is a reference to a Chinese, re- a regional Chinese style of dinner called dim sum. Yep. Um, Cantonized for to touch the heart. Dim sum is not a specific dish, but a type of restaurant that constantly circulates a wide variety of appetizer sized dishes. Common dim sum dishes include steamed pork buns. Uh, there are ways to pronounce them in Chinese or Mandarin, and I do not want to betcher that. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Pork uh, buns. Chat. Oh yeah, I don't wanna. I don't wanna try that. Let's not. We're not gonna try it. We're not gonna try. We've it already. Today. We've already messed. We've already destroyed we've, our. We've already. We've already done enough. We did enough. We already done enough damage. Um, steamed bun stuffed with other meats, shrimp dumplings, um, short rib pop stickers, bowls of congee, ghee, sesame rice bowls with lotus root paste, and similar. More westernized establishments will also serve things like tiny custard tarts, uh, boba tea, and little servings of. Uh, almond jello. Is bubble tea like the bubble tea? Yeah. I don't. I've never had that. I've never had that either. I don't want to have it because it looks like it's milk base and like uh, I think the one time I, I got it's tapioca. I don't like that. Either. Okay. Because I think the one time I got like a chai latte and mm-hmm. it was like it's so milky and I'm like, Bleh. I would try it. You can try it. I'd say I'm not a tea person though, um, because I'm a heathen. So. I don't know if that's me. I mean, I like tea. Yeah. But I also, because I didn't like tea until, I didn't, like, I wasn't a big tea person until I lived in England for three months. That's what I'm, that's why I'm afraid to go to England, because I don't drink tea, you and I feel get, like they would kick me out because I don't drink. You can get coffee. I've got, like, there's Starbucks. But I don't drink coffee. Nah. I don't drink either. That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to be allowed anywhere. Would you, like, go to tea? I, I, I don't know. 
Like, I've gone, like, even, like, like to go to a place like, where you get, like, tea and, like, the like, sandwiches. Yeah. Because I've been to both in America sandwich. and in England. Yeah. So, like, would you do that? I probably, I don't know. It depends how badly you would I have would drink be judged. Then. It depends how badly I would be judged. I think, like, if you put enough sugar in the tea, you might not hate it. Okay. Mm. I don't know. All right. But mm-hmm. I just remember, like, this one place in England that was, like, a noodle slash, like, bubble tea bar, and I would just Ooh. go there for noodles. Nice. <laughs> it was good. Anyway. So, that's the dim sum. I guess, like, I was trying to think of, like, there's, like, this restaurant in Philly that kind of reminded me of that, but I can't remember the name of it. I might mm-hmm. look it up. I just remember there was, like, a giant salad bar, and then people, waiters, like, walk around with, like, meat. Mm-hmm. And if you have, like, a thing flipped up, you can, like, get, they'll come over and say, like, hey, do you want this meat? Oh, okay. And then you get meat, and then you can, like, hmm. So, it's, I guess that's, like, close enough to what I recognize in my head. Anyway. All right. But uh, so <laughs> that's this episode. That's this episode. Are you okay? Um, oh, for now. Does more happen in the next episode? I think a lot, a lot, a lot does occur. All right. So that's the end of this episode. We're going to take a break and then we're going to talk about season two, episode six. Oh, oh, oh. It's It's magic. magic. Yay. Bye. Bye. Episode six, oh, 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 it's magic. It's magic. You know. Never believe it's not. Okay, so was, the episode is about. Um, that was loud. Magic. Mm-hmm. Not like Ned magic, where it's like. Not like weird romantic activity. I remember, like, I kept thinking of, like, Michael Sheen talking Michael talk about magic one time on a podcast, and he was mm-hmm. like. I don't like magic because I know I know it's not magic. It's an illusion. So we're talking mm-hmm. about illu- illusion magic. Right. We're like. Illusion. Illusions. But uh, we start off in the past where uh, it's a happier baby Ned. Yay. Who has no trauma. Because this is pre-trauma. This is pre-trauma. And uh, his dad is performing like a sleight of hand like magic trick with like the put the ball in and then you mm-hmm. do it around. But uh, it's super magic because there's like more than one ball. And then he's like, Alakazam. And it's like all happy. What can go wrong in this child's life? Everything. Everything. So many things. He has some good stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, he doesn't like magic. No. But then also we cut back to um, that Halloween when Ned saw them and uh, the dad's performing the magic trick again for Maurice and Ralston. <laughs> and then he also abandons them. Yeah. So. So we cut back to the present and Maurice and Ralston are, uh, we find out that they are performers at the Conjuring Castle. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot going on in this town. A lot going on. This town has all kind. If you have a hobby, this town has a some kind of arrangement for it. Yes. And then uh, we're at the... They come to the pie hole to, like, I guess, like, fully, like, hang out with their new found half-brother. They're, like, super excited about the whole brother thing. Like, they they don't... They're not complaining. They're there's like, a, hell yeah. I think we, we need to explain something about Maurice and Rolston. They are, like... Uh, Peter Parker played by Tom Holland in that they are a, they are puppies that we need to protect yes. from Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> they 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 are very it, it's funny cuz they're they're not like that much younger. Like how old are they supposed I to be? I think they're, like, they're only like a few years younger than Ned which would make them like in their mid 20s. Well, I think like in the bit where the Halloween bit when Ned was like seeing them he was about 9. I think they were supposed to be probably around like 6. Right. So they're probably and like Ned's like 
about 30. Yeah. So they're probably... So they're about, like, literally like our, our age. age. Um, but, like, they are just... They, they act uh, a lot less mature because it feels like they maybe... They didn't. They didn't grow up in some ways. It kind of feels like a lot of people weren't giving them like that. Were kind of feeding them lies. Mm, yeah. Again, they're puppies. They mm. were sheltering them from the harsh truths of reality. Because uh, basically, they think that their dad had to go away mm-hmm. for something. Because he's something. An import- he's an important man, and he had to go away for something. He didn't just abandon his children. No, he wouldn't abandon his children and not traumatize them. And not traumatize them. But meanwhile, Ned's just like, is like, he's not okay. Mm-hmm. He's having a lot of anxiety induced acid, acid reflux because mm-hmm. there's magic. Right. And, uh, but the brothers want to invite Ned and his buddies to a, the show they're doing. Mm-hmm. Emerson's kind of skeptical with the magic thing. Although, like, is it because of the illusion magic that he's skeptical with? Because, like, he's seen magic mm-hmm. with Ned. And uh, also, um, Olive and uh, Chuck are kind of excited. Olive, I think, is hitting on the brothers. Yeah, I well, I think she's probably she probably is trying to see the things in them that she was attracted to Ned by. So I think like as the episode, I think as the episode goes on and she gets to know the brothers, it becomes less Mm because like again, they're yeah, they're very. I don't want to say they're immature, but like I think they're just naive. Yeah, and innocent. They are. They have like an innocence to them. Like they also have this trauma, but like. Probably they, other, they processed it in a different I way. I think the thing is, I think the thing is, like, Ned, all, they both have the same trauma, but Ned had nobody, mm-hmm. and they had, like, was we find out, the great Hermond. Yeah. And probably their mom. Yeah, well, it sounds like they, they, you know, their mother is still alive, so even, like, whatever that relationship is, at least, you know, they still, like, had someone. Yeah. So. Who could, like, coddle them. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, uh, so then we go to the, sh- we go to the show, and it's a nice, like, Nice venue. Yeah. Um, we see some other performances. We see, um, what is it? I think it's like Gunther Pinkham, but he's a geek. Yeah, he's he's called the geek, I'm pretty sure. I think, no, I think a geek's a term. What does it mean? What does it mean? Um, Isn't gleek when you, like, spit out the back of your throat by accident? No, because then I'm going to get stuff on glee. Uh, a jester scoff, that's a gleek. I, <laughs> did you search Gleek? Did you search Gleek? I did. <laughs> There's a mouse too, but I don't know what that means. Geek definition. I don't know. They say like a geek, but I think it might be the term. Oh, it's also, it's okay. Okay, the, the secondary definition. Besides an unfashionable or socially inept person, which like. Rude. That, um, the other, a, a performer at a, a carnival or circus whose show consists of bizarre or grotesque acts. So he has kind of grotesque acts because he swallows weird well, as you see like in the thing where he's just like drinking and then he eats a glass and you're just like oh okay and then he tries to eat a mouse and then you're like more ah uh, he doesn't don't eat don't regurgitate mice don't even eat them in the first place don't put yourself in the position where you're gonna have to regurgitate a living thing yeah make sure don't do it make sure it's dead and cooked first yes but anyway, so then we're at the show, and like the brothers are so excited that like their older brother gets to see yeah, them. They're, yeah, they're 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 pretty just they're pretty stoked about the whole thing. Yep, and then also, because uh, like Chuck's like, why aren't like come on, you have family now, like that? Because like she's basically putting again, like we said, like she's putting the fact that she can't talk to her mother mm-hmm. onto Ned, who can be in contact with his family. Right, she is projecting, yeah, to a level because you know she wants to pursue a thing and she can't, so she's gonna try to do it through somebody else. 
And then we find out that, because I, like, I don't know if you realize this, but, like, in the last, like, two episodes, we haven't really, like, brought up, like, it's been kind of brought up that, like, mm-hmm. Chuck knows this information, but, like, we haven't really done anything with it right. until this episode. Mm-hmm. So she's been crank calling Lily yeah. to try to get her to say, yes, I have a daughter. Yeah, okay, yeah, because she wants to hear it directly from the source. So, like, I mean, it's not that she doesn't believe anybody. It's just that, like, she needs to hear it yes. from her. Yes, But it's not working. Mm-hmm. And so... She's kind of bummed out by that. And also, Ned's still having acid reflux, so I was giving lozenges, which he's just like... He's downing them. Downing them, they're up. And then we see the great Hermond, played by... Uh, oh, yeah, what's the actor's name? I know I, it is. I know, I know him. I forget, because I think I got his name wrong. Um, Brad Willard. Uh, R.I.P. Yes. Oh. Yeah, he, he, did you... I don't remember. You know, don't remember, or do you don't remember that he died? Why well, don't remember that he died? When was that? Oh no, this year. This year. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember, right? I remember now. He's been in a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, he's like, he's in. I think his big things were like, oh, like he was in Austin Powers and like a bunch of the, uh, Spinal Tap, Best in Show, mm-hmm. Anchorman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like a bunch of, just a bunch of stuff. Yes. You've seen it. We've seen it. Oh, yeah. Everyone. We've all seen it. We know who that is. Yes. But he's the great Hermond, and uh, he comes to meet, because he wants to meet Ned, Mm because he's like, oh, look, it's, like, this half-brother that, like, of these, like, kids who I've been kind of, what's the word I'm thinking of? Mentoring? Sure. Sure. Mentoring for years. And he's like, I'm going to hug you, and Ned's just like, no. No. He does not like that. But then also... uh, her mom is basically like, it's so nice that they have a brother. Maybe take some of the slack off of me. So then you're like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Because apparently they're needy. Needy. Mm-hmm. Like, he loves them. Right. You but. Can, yeah. As it goes on, you can tell. It's not one of those things where he's trying to get him off his back. But he's it's just like. A little. He's like, he's like, this is like these two grown ass men. Like, all right. Calm down. Yep. And then we see his uh, show mm-hmm. as well. We also see him like he steals Emerson's wallet at one point. Yeah. That was funny. But we see his, uh, so his main trick is that he chains himself up mm-hmm. with a bunch of chains, goes into a box, mm-hmm. they pour quick drying cement into the box, yes. and then weld it shut, mm-hmm. and he comes out alive. Yeah. What can go wrong? So many things. But like I said, like, th- like wasn't Houdini fine in the end? As a ghost. I think that you remember some events differently than I do. No, I know that. Was it, it was a drowning death, right? Um, I think, sort of. I think what happened, I think the... They had a trick where, like, he was in chains and then... Yeah, yeah, but I think the the guess was that earlier that day he was doing it, like, a trick where, like, somebody punches him and he doesn't react or something stupid like that. Um, but the idea was somebody, like, punched his spleen and then his spleen, like, while he was in, in underwater, like, ruptured and that's what killed him. So that, I think that was the guess. Let me see if I'm right there. Mm. He died of per, uh, what is that? Pertoninium? A ruptured append, uh, a ruptured appendix. Secondary to rupt- ruptured appendix at 1.26 p.m. on October 31st, 1926 in room 401 at Detroit's Grace Hospital, age 52. Okay. That's specific. Very specific. Um, he believes this. Yeah, okay. Yeah, when, okay. Is something, it? something ruptured. I remembered a little more correctly. I thought it was during a trick, though. I also thought it was during a trick, but I knew it was because it says, like, it was caused by a McGill University student um, who repeatedly struck Houdini's abdomen. 
Okay, yeah. I okay. thought he died during a trick, though. Because mm. I know, like, yeah, I thought it was, like, during that trick where he's, like, chaining himself and then he drowned. Yeah. Because I think, like, that was the most famous trick. And then, like, that elephant trick. I don't remember the elephant I trick. only know the elephant. Remember the Disney movie, Now You, was it Now You See Me or Now You See It? Not uh, the one with the, the like, with, like, Jeff not, not the one with the real actors, but the other one. Oh, no. Is that the one with Frick? Don't, what, uh, what was the actor's name? Which one? What was the actor's name? Um, I don't know who the, I don't remember the guy actor's name, but the other one was, um, uh, Ali Machak? Yeah. Yeah, yep, I remember that one. That was, that was a pretty good one. That was, like, that was kind of dark for a Disney movie. Like, yeah, that was pretty good. And it's like, that wasn't a Halloween movie. I think Frank Langella was also in that, and he's like Oscar nominated. Yeah. No, but I think the other guy was in the main guy was in uh stuff things. He was in like that kids version of Lost that I watched on Discovery Kids. What? Oh, what was with that? With Blue. Flight, Flight Twenty Nine Down. Yes, that watch? was a good show. How did you, I didn't know you watched? It. I had like books. Up I don't. I never read the books, but I watched the show. Like that. That show got kind of real at times. I remember they were stuck. They were children on an island. Yeah, I know. It got kind of real. Um, I. They, yeah, no. That there was some drama in that show. Um, I I watched the finale when yeah. they got out. Because I feel like you have to get them out of their children. Yeah, please, please don't. Please don't let the children die on the deserted island. They did good for the months that they were on there. They did a good job. I mean, like, good for them. Um, man, yeah. Now I, now I kind of want to go back and watch Flight 29. I don't, because I feel like it's not going to hold up. I'm curious. Now I want to do that. Uh, is that available anywhere? Can we watch that <laughs> I anywhere? don't know. It doesn't look like it. Oh. I mean, besides, like, illegally. Yeah, I don't think it's available anywhere. Oh, man. That's a... All right. That, that's that's my new project, is to find out where to find that. Oh, wait. Flight 29 on season one, Corbin Blue? Corbin Blue? You can buy it on Amazon. I don't want to buy it. I just want to watch it for free. Is that so much to ask for? You get the volume two for, from Prime. Oh, my God. How many seasons were there? Just two? That says volume. That doesn't say seasons. No. I think I think like two and then the movie thing. Yeah. That they did. Ooh. Anyway, Pushing Daisies. Pushing Daisies. I don't know if we can ever right. do Flight 29. I'm not sure we'll ever do that one, but it's just, that's it's, that's just a fun um, throwback. <laughs> Good times. Anyway, so um, how did we get there? Because <laughs> they're talking about the Disney movie. Yeah, okay, but how did we get there? Magic. Magic. Got it. Okay. Anyway, and then we're talking about Houdini, so, and then so so anyway, reminds him in the trick. Yeah, he, and it's a success. Yeah, this time, this time. But he pops up under uh, the table in front of Everson. Mm-hmm. He's basically like, "I need you to solve a mystery." Yeah, because all the my assistants are being murdered. Mm-hmm. Help. Which which seems like pretty serious. Yes. Which makes me, and also like I guess like the way he said that made me think like, man, this like. If they ever did, like, a Pushing Daisies episode, like, and it was, like, clue-themed, mm-hmm. that would have been fun. That would have been very fun. There's them, but. And then he's like, I lived to perform another day, whatever. And yeah. then they were just like, but not a day after that. Yeah, so we, like, no, this guy ain't gonna make it. He dead. Yeah, he just, he's, gonna, he's gonna die. Yes. Um. So, yes, but it's funny because his assistants, um... Or animals? They're they're animal assistants, not like the people assistants. Yeah, he still got he still got the people assistants. But uh, so there's a rabbit named Alice, I think. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yes, and then there was Fred and Ginger, the doves, mm-hmm. and then Mercury, the monkey. 
Mercury the monkey. So they're all dead and still in the place. Yeah, they are. Um, it looks like they're in a freezer. They're, yeah, they're like frozen or something. So the Fred and Ginger died in like a after like a coat trick got messed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mercury died. Uh, sandbag fell. Sandbag fell. And then we find out later that Alice looked like it was he, she was poisoned. She's poisoned. Right. So ever since the first, like I'm not gonna find out the murder of dead animals. Right. That's not his. That's not his deal. But then he's getting paid for it. Well, he gets paid for it, so then we're good. But then also before that, so um, Herman and Ned have a nice conversation, mm-hmm. and like Herman like seems nice. Yeah. Like I don't know like, the fe- like it feels like he's kind of just like sick of Maurice and Rolston, which is not. Yeah, well, he see. I it seems like he's one of those things where he didn't really sign up for the job that he ended up taking. Because he on. didn't sign up. Because he didn't sign up. He just like felt bad because you had these two boys who were abandoned at the magic at, show. Because they find out, so like the dad took the Maurice and Rose to this magic show mm-hmm. when her mom was like new, mm-hmm. and then like volunteers to do this like disappearing trick in like a box, mm-hmm. and then the dad says, "I'll be back." Mm-hmm. And then he does the trick, and then he doesn't come back. What yeah. a shocker! Yeah, so he just dude just straight up just like. And then her mom's like clearly like, oh no, there's children here. Yeah, so he kind of he and kind comforts of... them, and then lies. He's saying like, your father was like a, an important man who needed to go do something, and that's why he left you. Right? Because he. What do you? What else do you do? What did you tell the mom? I, I think the mom probably. The mom. I don't. I don't know. Maybe she figured that that was gonna happen anyway. But I think Charlie really figured, and then was just kind of like, "All right, I guess, right, it's fine." But yeah. but also like her, mom, like her mom's like kind of being nice to Ned, and also like puts this like hand on his shoulder and is like, "Son, mm-hmm. like here's the thing, like yeah, they're just like needy, and like it's kind of, and also like and Ned kind of finds comfort in it, but then also anxiety. Yes, yeah. So there, so that happens, and then also um, let's cut to Vivian and Lily. Oh yeah, because that's the thing that happens in this episode. What? You're not okay. No. All right. Let's so, explain. So, but they're so they're enjoying a pleasant night inside, mm-hmm. and then suddenly the doorbell rings, and Lily's there with her shotgun because that's how you respond to a doorbell ringing. And it's Dwight. It's that guy that we met the last episode. Question. He did not. Yeah. So we came to meet Ned's father, mm-hmm. but now that he's at Vivian and Lily's, were you having questions? Um, I was a little curious. Yes. Because um, like, like you kind of get the feeling that like. Did Ned and Chuck's father know each other? Right, and we. Well, like you kind of. For yeah. me, like I think in the beginning, I was kind of feeling like they they were just neighbors. Right, like neighbors is in like people that you're pretty like you know you're well acquainted with if you live across the street, but that doesn't mean like you have like a history. But they have a history. Right. So they were in this thing called what was it like the like the blue berets. Something like that. Yeah, that's what I can't get the full thing. They but it's like a UN peacekeeper thing, and they were in Egypt. So it was Dwight, Ned, uh, Ned's father, and then Chuck's father. Mm-hmm. So, so many questions. Yeah. Especially because like it seems like Dwight's not a good guy, and right. we know Ned's father's probably not a good guy. Yeah, yeah. That 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 window opened and shut pretty quickly. We're like, maybe, nope. Well, that's like I keep having like these theories about like Ned's father, like mm-hmm. that, like he, maybe something happened because mm-hmm. like it seems like Dwight's in with like we find out later about like yeah. his past. Mm-hmm. It seems like Dwight might have been in with some stuff, and I was kind of wondering was Ned's dad in with some stuff, and he wanted to protect his family. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because if that's the case, like, eh, mm-hmm. it's murky. 
Yeah. But anyway, so but Dwight's here. Dwight is here. Yeah. Like we, yeah, we got to stop and, speculating because he's here. We but at this point when they were in the bride thing, it seems like that Vivian and Charles were engaged. Because mm-hmm. they would talk about, or at least like dating. Yeah, yeah. They were they were in some kind of relationship that was romantic at that point. Yes, and he's like saying like, oh yeah, like like Charles talked about you all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, seems so nice. And then he was like, yeah, like it was really upsetting that like he let this woman get in between you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it seems like that the three of them were all pretty close because they all shared a lot of things with each other. Including. Including. <laughs> so Dwight. The affair. The affair. So, yes. Are you okay? It is, It is like, a kind of, like, a, it's, like, a... Because, like, at least, like, when all of new. Yeah. Like, at least, like, it was somewhat protected. Like... Yeah. We Well, we, like, trust Olive, in a way. We trust... But, like, do we trust White at this I, point? Um, I, we are we are continuously being given things to make us not trust him. But he trusts... But Vivian does. Oh, which we probably mentioned it. So basically, um, if you remember that uh, Chuck has a pocket watch. Yes. With, uh, it's her father's, but it has his initials. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Dwight has a similar one with his initials for DD, which makes me wonder, like, what is Ned's last name? Right. He, right. Because we never know. Or, like, what's his dad's? Yeah, because you never know Ned's last name. So it's like, yeah. is it also, like, a alliteration? Uh, yeah. We would assume at that point it's alliterative. Well, it or it's even funnier if it's not, because somehow that would just make it even more funny. Because um, we know that his dad's name has to be alliterate. And then Chuck's is as well. Mm-hmm. But we don't know if. Yeah. Anyway. So he wants, so he's looking for these watches. Mm-hmm. Basically. And uh, also, but Vivian's definitely charmed by him. And then also, so uh, as um, him, as Dwight and Lillard are having a, like, a, a conversation about the fact that like he knows yeah. about this. And he's kind of, he's getting kind of creepy. Yeah. Like, like you can tell like his, we don't really know his motives, but his means of um seem to be making themselves known of how, how where he's gonna go to how far he's gonna like go to, to get sauce. the things that he wants because it's like tabasco sauce like spicy and i'm like mm. <laughs> so like eh. mm. but uh lily leaves a note in his jacket saying meet me at the pie hole yeah so because like she because like you know she wants to talk without having your sister say things that maybe aren't true or are true. Or are true. Yeah. Anyway, back to the back to the Conjuring Castle. Mm-hmm. So um, they're uh, all of Emerson, Chuck, and Ned are backstage with the dead animals. Mm-hmm. And I like the line where Olive's like, "I wish you could. T- I wish like we could just like you could talk to us and say what happened." And then Ned's like, "Well, that's not possible because it's an animal." And then Olive's like, "Yeah, but also because he's, he's dead. dead." And he's like, "Yeah, that's yes." Mm-hmm. But then also like we're getting ideas that like the way that the animals were killed probably weren't meant to like because we find out that um alice the rabbit ate the lettuce off of a blt mm-hmm. and um basically now alice wasn't supposed to do that mm-hmm. so we're realizing oh like the, like nobody's trying to kill the animals they're trying to kill hermond yeah and then we hear a scream yay and hermond didn't get out of the cement block no so he did not get out in time so probably dead he's most likely pretty deceased yes. at this point would say and then Maurice and Ralston are sad yeah because yeah that's 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 rough buddy yeah and then also um we kind of get like and all of us come for them and then Ned kind of gets like his big brother gusto thing in him mm-hmm. of like wanting to help them yeah when he, I guess he wants to has that you know protective 
kind of instinct. Yeah. Because um, also, like he said, like when her mom called him son, it was kind of comforting. Mm-hmm. So he kind of wants to like, if somebody gave him comfort and also to help her brother, he's like, I'm going to kick some ass. Yeah. Yay. Also, like, because, like, you're going to kick, are you going to kick some ass Frere Pie, pie Maker? Frere. Yeah, they call him Frere Pie Maker. <laughs> so. Aww, which is really cute. <laughs> again, they're, they're, they're Tom Hall and Peter Parker. Yeah. Ooh, we need a swarm of women superheroes to protect him with the gauntlet. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> that's what we do. That's what we do. So, we first talked to his assistant, Alexandra. Mm-hmm. Who would would probably be the obvious pick? Yeah, right, right. She see and like her motives seem pretty like laid out as well. That like she's was saying she's gonna work as an assistant, and then eventually her mom would give her her own act. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. Never happened. Which like kinda, eight years later, kind of dick move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's but like she's also like I mean she's, like but then I'm thinking like yeah but that's really obvious mm-hmm. so maybe not. Right, because we if we know anything with this show, it's not always the obvious answer. But then we talk to the geek, mm-hmm. who seems like kind of okay and mellow. Seems like yeah, it doesn't really have got a lot going on. And remember, he does he doesn't bite the heads off of animals. He only regurgitates them. It's fine. Yeah. He's working his way up to a kitten. Mm-hmm. You're not okay. Don't swallow a kitten. He regurgitates them. No. Listen, it'll end up like exactly like that book, The Old Lady Who Swallowed a Fly. Yeah, and how did that book end there? She died, of course. She died. Well, because she swallowed a horse. Don't do that. Yeah, don't swallow a horse. But anyway, so then uh, they try to figure out where he was, and he was pickpocketing. Because apparently he pickpockets and then like swallows up and then regurgitates them back, which mm-hmm. I'm like, gross. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't. No. That's... But then I'll, so then we do see, like, uh, she's like, I think it's 7 o'clock in here. Like, listen. So then Chuck goes. Yeah. But then, so then she hears the clock, but then also, like, her necklace gets, like, attached to a stomach. Yeah. So there's a magnet in there's there. Some, there. Yeah, I accidentally swallowed a magnet of hmm. some sort. Hmm. So before I get to the, uh, so then basically we go to the morgue to open up the cement block, mm-hmm. and it's empty. There's no, no, nobody. There's the, nobody. There's a card in there. There's something, but there's nobody. And it says, now you see me, now you don't. Double X, double O is the great hair mod. Mm-hmm. And then Ned just like, son of a bitch. Yeah. Because he's like, great, another father abandoned these puppies. Right, yeah. <laughs> so he's like, so we have like a, a disappeared person instead of a dead person, maybe. Well, we'll Possibly. get to it. We'll get to it. Mm-hmm. We'll get to it. And then we cut back to the pie hole and Olive went back to feed Digby and Pigby. Mm-hmm. Pigby. 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 Yeah. And then um, Vivian comes in, and she didn't call, Mm-mm. which is what she's supposed to do. And then she's like, I want a date with a man. And then Dwight pops up, and we're just like, we're like ah! And then I was also like, ah! Yeah, right. So then they have a conversation, and it's like, they seem like they're getting along, and it's kind of sweet. Yeah. And then we noticed that, like, like we said, like, he had, like, one of, he had his watch, mm-hmm. but there's, like, a slot of three. He has, yeah, he's, it looks like a glasses holder opens it up, but it has three spots, so it's, like, he needs a complete set for something. For something. And we don't know what. I don't even know what it could be. Some kind of MacGuffin-y thing. <laughs> it's a MacGuffin. Here you go. It's a MacGuffin. Here you go. We need the complete parts of the MacGuffin so we can get the plot. Um, also, also, we we learn here. He mentions like something about being in jail. Um, oh yeah, because basically, yeah, basically, uh, Vivian's like, yeah, like I'm surprised he come now. Charles been dead for twenty years, and he's like, yeah, I'm in jail for twenty two, and I'm like, mm. so like something happened. Yeah. 
Yeah. He's, like, not a good guy. Well, I mean, relative, because anybody can go to jail for, like, any reason. Because anybody does at the but, end. Like, but, like, we we know he's got, like, a history of doing things that may not be seen well in the eye of the law. Considering what he does at the end? Considering what he does at the end? Um, like, yeah, I think we can agree. It is both in within the realm of, um... Uh, legally bad and also like morally bad. I think we can see. This also kind of makes that. me wonder because like we saw like Chuck's father as like this really good guy. Yeah, but like the fact that like they were all like friends, it kind of makes me think like mm-hmm. was he not a good guy at one point? Like right. Well, and then they're all like off overseas doing who knows what. So like that's a little shifty to me. Like was he not a good guy until like he had a kid? Right. But then also like which oh like a thing like oh yeah Charles is a good guy and then I'm like wait he cheated on his fiance he, with her sister. Yeah. So like. Dude's got a past that sure is chick. I kind of wondered, like, if he just, like, turned it around once Chuck was born. Yeah. Which, like, you know. Which happens, you know. That gives people motivation to be a better person. God, there's so much interesting stuff going <laughs> There's a lot of, like, interesting, like, wheels that so are then, a-turning. But then Vivian reveals, like, she does remember the watch, but they buried it with Chuck. Mm-hmm. And, and then, he seems, like, interested. He's like, well, he's trying to be nice about it. Saying, yeah. like, oh, that, oh, I'm so, oh, I'm so sorry. It's like you... It's like, well, it's like, it's like she lost a daughter. Mm-hmm. And then both Olive and Vivian are like, because she's like, no, no, it's our niece. And then I was like, niece. Yeah. And then he's yeah. like, yes, I know. So Olive's like catching on to some interesting, yeah. So shifty. I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah. I think Olive's picking up so on something some stuff. shifty. Yeah. Is a happening. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, yes, I know, but it, you raised her, so it's like, like a daughter. And then he's like, I'm glad that Chuck has the watch. Mm-hmm. And then the narrator's like, because now he knows where to go. Yeah, And right. then you're like, oh, no. Oh, that's bad for so many reasons. <laughs> Why? Why would it be bad? <laughs> we'll get to it? We'll get to it. Okay, so back to the stuff. Uh, so Ned has to basically tell Maurice and Rolson that, like, it was a disappearing trick. Whoop. Mm-hmm. And uh, that uh, Herman abandoned them, like, oh. like their father. And he's, like, not being, like, very precious about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think everybody else has, which I think might be a good thing for them. Right. Because, like, they need to not, we need to be like, no, these people are dicks. Like, yeah, they just gotta, you gotta tell it to them straight. You know, they can't be coddled for their whole life. Yes, and then I told you, like, how the dad left. Mm-hmm. And Ned just is like, look, like your our dad wasn't like this great guy. He was just an asshole who mm-hmm. ditched his kids. Yeah, out of- which is like not cool. Which is it's not ha- cool. It's hard to justify that. Although you do remember at the beginning of the season when there was like a shadowy figure of Ned's father. Yeah, what's up with that? That makes me think that like maybe something. I'm like I don't know. I feel There's like something. I feel like that it's a bit more gray. Mm-hmm. And like, cause like sometimes I'm like, if there's like a legitimate like. Your family is in danger if, like, like Inception. <laughs> like, Leonard, like, Leo had to abandon his children. <laughs> Listen, I don't condone poor parenting, but if you're, like, Leonardo DiCaprio in Inception, I think that, I think that we can let that one scoot by. That wasn't even a good reason either. I'm just realizing that. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> no. Let's, let's continue. Let's, 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 let's move on from that one. No, I just need an excuse to bring up Leonardo DiCaprio, don't I? Yeah, you, yeah that, that, I see what you did there. <laughs> you can't fool me. I was just thinking, like, oh, wait, no, but sometimes, like, they're, like, somebody trying to murder your family unless you leave. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. 
We're okay. We're open. Okay. PA just went a lot down again, but we're fine. We're fine. We are. We're fine. We're, we're like. We're not. We're actually. We are not. We are not. Look, 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 look. But you're tall. Yeah, but you have longer legs than me. No, so like six feet is if I were to put my arm out, if you put your arm out, and then, yeah, no, you see this. This is the negative space. This is so bad. So I go like this? So like if we were like this, this is properly socially distanced. This is distanced. not for, for recording. No, this, it does not. That's that's why it's so hard. That's why it's hard with my like my day job um, because if people come into uh, my office to record something and I'm like, I need to get in your face because you don't know how to put a microphone on properly. Um, anyway, so that's just a peek into my day-to-day work. Um, pushing daisies. Pushing daisies. So, so then I'd kind of like say to them, like, look, like these are just like asshole people. So you need to like give up the metaphorical scarf that, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know which one's holding it because they look very similar. I, oh, I, I, I think they are. I haven't distinguished who's who yet. I forget if they are. Hold on. Yeah, they are actually twins. So oh, good for them. I don't know if it's like one actor playing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rolston is holding the scarf. Rolston. So then they let it go, but then Ned realizes only half of a scarf, mm-hmm. and the other half should have been in that cement block, but it wasn't. But it's not. So it turns out Herman's dead. He he really is dead from cementia. 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 I'm gonna, I'm, Here's the thing. I'm I, sure you know, not a real when thing. I was looking it up, yeah, I found cement shoes or concrete shoes or Chicago overcoat. Oh, is that what it's called? I don't uh, know, but it's a, a mob it's term. A meth, yeah, but I can't find cementia. Yeah, I don't think it's a real thing. It's just a play on words. Yeah, so weighting down the victim with concrete. I did find this. Uh, concrete has been used as a way to dispose of the body. In 1941, the body of Philadelphia racketeer Johnny Goodman was found hey, by crab fishermen in a New Jersey creek weighed down with 18 kilograms blocks of cement. Damn. Yeah, so it sounds like a mob thing, but that I don't. Th- but that's like not the same though, because that's, that's like same. weighing the body down with cement so that it'll sink and that's not sleeping with the fishes. That ain't like yeah, no. Yes, but I can't. If, I literally maybe because I don't know how to spell cementia and it's not in here, so I don't actually know if it's a no, real. No, it's not, it's not a real thing. I looked it up and it's just like no, nothing, nothing on people being. So cementia. Oh wait, it's on Urban Dictionary. What does Urban Dictionary say? Mm. <laughs> on Urban Dictionary, cementia is the mental fog experienced after hitting your head on a hard surface like a sidewalk, cupboard door, or other hard surface. <laughs> that so, makes more sense to me. All right. Okay, so. So death by cement. We just, it's like, wow, what's that called? It's called. Suffocation? Don't do that. <laughs> anyway, we solved that mystery. So, and also like. Emerson's still kind of like, look, if I just would have went home, none of this would have happened. Right. But also, um, we go back to, so basically, like, okay, so we got to find the second cement block mm-hmm. in order to find out where his body is. Right, yeah. So then we go back to the uh, Conjuring Castle with metal detectors. Mm-hmm. Right, well, yeah, because we know that they, because they didn't take out this a second brick, then he's still in the place. Yeah. So. so we, f- and then we find it. Yay. And then we're like, everybody finds that hooray. And then also, um, as we're, and then they, we see like a shadowy figure who's probably the killer. And then Marais and Ross like grab the metal detectors. And, like, and they just go. They're just going, all right, like, time to avenge. And it's like, I don't think you know how this works, honey. No. So then Emerson goes after them. And then I live all of line. It's like, do you, you have a gun? And they're like, no. And she's like, I'm going to go with Emerson. Mm-hmm. So they all go. And then and then and Chuck, I guess, are just like chipping away. And he tried to get to. Yeah. Hermod, and then as they're doing that, they see the geek on the ground, and you're like, weren't sure if he was dead. You're not sure, because he has something, like, up his nose, but it's, like, really far up his nose. Like, I'll, like, pulls at it. Yeah. And then she's like, nope, and then pushes back, he's like, nope, he's dead. Yeah. 
And then we, and then I guess Mason Wilson find Alexandra. Mm-hmm. So we're still thinking like she might be doing it. Right, because there's not really a lot of other people left at this point. Right. So then we we get back. We see um, Herman's mm-hmm. other thing, his head and his pants. And then we bring him back to life, and he's like, "I lived, I lived to perform another day." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "No, you didn't. You didn't make it." So then Ned's like, "Can you just tell us how this works so that uh, we we can like find your killer?" Yeah. So we find out that the trick is, I guess, like most of the chains like weren't that locked in, mm-hmm. or he, or he had the keys to it. Yeah. And then the way that he got out was there's a magnet in his shoe. Which like opens the trap door, so then he gets out before the cement comes in. Right. But I guess like, and then it closes, and they make a block, and then they mm-hmm. do stuff with it. Anyway, so that's how that. But then the magnet was taken out of his shoe, mm-hmm. so then he got cement cemented. He got cemented. <laughs> yes. So. So that's how that works. That's unfortunate. Yep. And uh, so we try to interrogate Alexander, but again, she's just like, I'm just trying to leave. Right. Let's be honest. And then Chuck remembers, oh, wait, the geek had magnets in his stomach. Mm-hmm. So. Which could be those very same magnets. They are. because And then he comes back to life and he pulls the thing out of, he's like a, a, a giant nail. Yeah. And then takes all the hostage. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, I think he doesn't think anything bad, or like he thinks he's going to be okay. Yeah. But then like everybody's around. Yeah. If, right. Because he's not, he's not alone. And so, um, yeah. No. He, he is outnumbered and outmatched. Yep. And then, um. Okay, so we find out his story, which is that he was doing this thing, and he thought that he had, like, a father-son relationship with Hermond, mm-hmm. but he kind of didn't, and just thought that his act was cheap. Right, anymore. Yeah. So then he's like, I'm going to kill it. So then he did that, and then hid the cement thing mm-hmm. in there. But the geek is up, and the geek basically is like, Hermond abandoned me for other people, and then Ned's like, mm. And it's a sympathizing, and, uh... Saying that, like, it's, like, basically because they're both, like, filled with anger about this, but, like, I think, right. like, at some point you need to forgive because, like, the act of forgiveness isn't really for them. It's for yourself to just, mm-hmm. like, move on with your life. Right. Get along. But then they knock him out, in a way, and, like, under the thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Olive kind of, like, jumps into Ned's arms. <laughs> and then we did it. Yay. So then we solve that mystery, and the geek goes to jail. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, because we forgot to mention, um, when Herman was alive, he said, like, Here's one of my magic bags with all my tricks. Give it to Maurice and Ralston. Mm-hmm. Keep it, like, keep it in the family. Yeah. So then they find the book, and then they decide to make a photocopy for Alexandra, which is nice. Yay. I kind of like to think of, like, instead of being like, no, you should have this. Because mm-hmm. that's kind of like. We can both have it. Hooray. Yay. And then she becomes the opening act. Yay. Good for her. Or the main act. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Hooray. Good for her. Good for her. So then we find like Ned's a bit like more happier, like he's giving pies to his brothers, and then mm-hmm. also like the most like, the adorable romantic thing happens. Yes. So um, Chuck and Ned go on like a little drive, and it's like a surprise for Chuck, mm-hmm. and we're at Vivian and Lily's house. Yeah, which is interesting because um, we don't know what exactly the plan is right well, now. They have like a ham ham radio. Is that what that was? I'm not sure if it's uh, whatever. Some kind of some kind of radio device. And uh, Olive's in the house talking to Lily, and uh, if you remember, she has like that bee. Yeah. Roach thing on with the microphone from the first episode. Right. And uh, Olive's like, hey, like, you're still not really over this. Let's have a conversation about yeah. this. That's, let's role play. Let's role play. Let's, uh, yeah. As a, as a way of healing. Mm-hmm. Lily's like, uh, Olive's like, Lily, pretend I'm Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And saying, like, Vivian's not going to come down. It's like, you don't need to worry about her. Mm-hmm. What would you say? Yeah. So then Lily's like, Charlotte, 
Mm-hmm. I'm your mother. Mm-hmm. And it's like magic. Cause and gonna... It's a very emotional kind of thing. Because you can tell it's a big emotional release for Lily. Because um, it's something that, that she actually, like, even though they're doing this kind of foreshock in a way, it's something that she needed to do. Because mm-hmm. she needed to get this information out. And not just by, like, sort of kind of telling other people, but by, like, really, like, having that direct one-on-one conversation because she's got to she's got to process that and also because like they have like a thing of like there's like a speaker thing which uh yeah. chuck and say into olive's ear mm-hmm. and uh ask questions and it's kind of like she wants to know everything and olive's like uh <laughs> but then it's like can we start off with the day i was born and then lily talks about how like she was there was like in the middle of prayer yeah and like uh the, some of the nuns thought she was gonna have like a de- demon spawn <laughs> but that's like well when you were born even they had to admit you're an angel and yeah. it's really sweet it is very sweet it's like it's very heartfelt what can ruin this um, it's like, can we, can we ever have just one moment of happiness? So Dwight's at Charlotte's grave. Yeah, we know this. This is going to end great. And he's digging it up. He's exhuming it. He's exhuming it. And then opens up the coffin and oh my God, it's empty. Oh my God. Didn't see that coming. Like, we're not shocked. But now he knows. He knows. Something. He knows something. So. So. Mm, not good? Yikes. Not good. Yikes. You Okay. What'd you think of this episode? Um, oh, I yeah, I like this episode because um, it was um, we got some interesting information. I like um, this this stuff with Dwight is very interesting um, and like and I, concerning. I just, I just like yeah, it is very concerning. But I like I just like want to know where it goes because it feels like again, like I said with the last episode, it feels like we're like unlocking things. Like we're like we're kind of like oh, we're, we're shining light on some things that we didn't really know existed until now. Um, so it's it, it's not like we're revealing things that. We know we didn't know about, but now we're learning about things that we d- didn't know we didn't know about. Um, so I find that kind of interesting. Um, and then again, and then like the, the A plot has like those themes of like you know processing parental abandonment. Um, so so that was fun, and it feels like it's so interesting because the the last episode like gave us this brief spot of like maybe. Ned's dad did the things that he did for a reason, but then we were like, no, wait, no, he's just, like, he's just an asshole. Um, Ned's dad gives me, like, like, what I'm thinking about as we, like, learn more about his past and the past of, like, Chuck's father and uh, Dwight. Dwight, yes, as we learn about that, it seems like there's, like, definitely, like, things, like, things that are, you know, things that are bigger, um, kind of maybe happening, or and it might be, like, complicated. Um, Ned's dad gives me a Anthony Carver feels, and that you wouldn't know who that is, but that's a character from a webcomic called Gunner Creek Court. So I'm only saying that in hopes that somebody watching knows Gunner Creek Court and has seen Pushing Daisies and can be like, yes, I understand why you were getting that feeling. Um, so Ned said gives me a Tony Carver um, vibes, and then, so I'd be very interested to see like how that plays out and if they no, not that the exact would go same down, but, but kind of similar I get paths. similar again feelings from that. Um, but otherwise, I, this episode and last episode both very good. I like yeah. the things that we're learning and the things that we're uncovering. So I I'm keep getting excited. the feeling that, like, maybe they're all kind of, like, drifters and, like, having a good time in, like, mm-hmm. life. And then maybe, like, Dwight and Ned's father, like, didn't really get away from that. It feels like Chuck's father, like, did. Cause, yeah. Like, he, like, clearly, like, like, he was a good dad to Chuck. Right. I'm like, maybe, because it seems like even, like, with the magic thing, like, Ned's dad was probably good at a point. Because mm-hmm. it seemed like he was there, right? Like, for like a little bit with his kids, because like there was some point where like they clearly loved their dad until, right. till like bad things happened. So I'm like kind of wondering, like, like did his past just like come back? 
Mm-hmm. That's what I'm. Th- I'm kind of wondering if that's the case. Yeah. But then I'm like, but then you had a second family as well, right? Like, yeah, hard to hard to talk your way out of that one, buddy. Hard to talk your way out of that one. Like I have like this theory about Ned's death, but I kind of want to wait till like we end to like discuss it and, because and, yeah, until we get like the full picture. And then also there. like I don't even think it really works out fully if you think about it. Yeah. But, all right. Well, we'll wait to hear that one because I am curious. Yeah. So I also really like this episode. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess I have to like it because, like, I think it's this episode, next episode, like the the changes between scenes were fun because it was like the curtain. Oh yeah, I had some fun transitions. Yeah, the transitions were fun. And uh, what else? I like that we've kind of went back a little bit to the L- Lily is Chuck's father thing in like a good way and a bad way. Yeah, and yeah. also uh, I'm concerned about Vivian right now because. Yeah, I, I, she seems very sweet, and I don't want her to get in a bad way with things, because that's where she's going. She's looking to get in a bad way, and we don't want her there. Um, so a little concerned. Yeah. A lot of concerned. But also, like, Dwight now knows too much. He knows. He knows too much. Yes. I mean, he probably doesn't. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm we're concerned. Mm-hmm. But, like, we'll see what happens. We'll see. Um, so it looks like the only trivia that I have is the title refers to the famous uh, refrain, uh, refrain from the song Magic, which was first released in 1974 by Scottish band Pilot. Mm-hmm. And the song was also used in the opening promos on ABC for Pushing Daisies for the second season. Yeah. I did not know that. There you go. I don't think I would have known that because I don't remember. I think I kind of remember it, but mm. I was it was the kind of thing that like, I saw then. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I think I remember that. Because, mm. like, it kind of works. Kind of works. Also, ABC. Oh, ABC. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Cool. Uh, I don't have the comments up, but I think we have a fair amount. We have some, which we don't have to read the Riverdale one, but because then the rest is just, then the rest is just our buddy Zom, and then, well, no, there's like there's like three people. Well, I remember, so like Zom says, uh, if you think the nunnery being close to the pie maker is odd, to the pie maker is odd, take in my, uh, take this in mind. The creators of this also made uh, the show Hannibal. And according to him, this show uh, is made, uh, uh, and then... This show, Hannibal, and a show he made about a woman who... Yeah, Wonderfalls. ...her inanimate objects start to are all in the same universe. So, like, what a I think universe. it's called the Fullerverse. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's, like, I think it's, like, there's, like, references, but I don't think it's, like, very... Because, like, technically, the lead pace was in Wonderfalls, playing a oh, different yeah. character. Hmm. So I think it's, like, kind of, like, a people exist and, like, actors kind of pop in and out. I thought you were talking about, like... I guess when I saw that, I thought I was saying, like, oh, like, but, like, in Hannibal, like, they go to different places, and I'm like, yeah, but that's the FBI, and they, like, kind of show that, like... <laughs> they have to. <laughs> also, a lot of it's, like, on the East Coast. Beep, beep. Or, like, at least, like, within, like, mm. that belt. Okay. So that's why I'm like, eh. Kind of explains. Um, the Brady Bunch cast was insane. Oldest brother was hooking up with the mom. I think I told you that. Ooh. Um, oldest daughter hooked up with the dad. I, okay. And one of the middle sons and daughters were sleeping together. But they weren't biologically related. Yeah. <laughs> nope, they just played siblings on TV. They didn't even play real siblings. They played step-siblings on TV Well, the sis- well. well I guess like everybody was straight, so it's fine. It's, it was all... Wasn't there a thing in the movie... It was movie- all good heterosexual. It's wasn't fine. Wasn't there a thing in the movie where the brother and sister, like, actually, like... Cause they- I mean, that was the, that was a comedy version of the movie. That was... It was oh, I thought it was like, a, like an actual, like... No. Oh, okay. <laughs> No, no, no! It's supposed like, to be over the top and ridiculous. I and didn't stupid. know. I knew it was like it wasn't like the like the the main cast. I thought it was like, but I thought it was like that thing of like in the nineties where like let's like remake these old shows into movies. Yeah, but I was supposed to like make fun of it. 
Um, oh, can we? I'm gonna comment on uh, Real Goon up here, who's commenting, uh, who com- who was watching some of Gravity Falls stuff. So thank you for watching. Um, but like, I just feel like your opinions <laughs> are really bad. Um, they 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 differ from ours. Um, no, they're just bad. <laughs> um, because there's because. Uh, this one says, well, no, okay, in Reared Begin, they say, um, that's messed up. Mr. Northwest didn't deserve that, of course, when he got his orifices rearranged. Um, and then also says in The Last Mabel Corn that Mabel is a bad person, uh, selfish and appreciative, um, and human. Okay, let's, let's be very clear here. Miss, um... Mr. North, Preston Northwest deserved every bad thing that happened to him. Nobody deserves what Orpheus is getting. No, he was a bad person. He deserved, I mean, I mean, like his family's fortune was built upon um, the backs of dead underpaid labor. Um, And Mabel is a wonderful person with all her flaws. She may be flawed, but she is beautiful. I was thinking, like, I see the, I remember, like, finding these videos, like, after we saw saying Mabel's terrible. It's bad. And I'm like, Mabel is not terrible. Shut up. No, she she may be flawed. She may have things that maybe maybe some things didn't go away. But no, she's not a bad person. I will. Fight I think stuff you. doesn't go away. But then, like once bad stuff happens, caused by anxiety, like Dipper's also. And like if we're saying the male's not bad, like it's a bad person. Dipper's also not great. Right. They have flaws. They're human. Yes, and they're children. They're growing. Right. So um, so thank you for watching. <laughs> so like, thank you for watching, but also like, fuck you. <laughs> Um, is that too rude? Yes. Sorry. No, I'm not I mean, sorry. No. I mean, I don't know. Listen, listen. If you're if you're gonna say your opinions on the internet, internet, you better get ready for the backlash. That's I mean, because I'm we're in the same boat. I, I we gotta expect people not to agree with us on certain things, and I think that's fine. But this person's incorrect. But like, there's a difference between having an opinion and just being wrong. And you're wrong. Um. So anyway. That's all I have to say about that. You want to read any more comments? Maybe we should save those for the next time. Okay. So that's it for this episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. Yay. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, hi. 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 And uh, thank you. And you can comment and like and subscribe. All that good stuff. If you leave a comment, we will read it. Hopefully, we, read we don't forget. We um, And, you know, and but be careful of what you write because we will be honest about how we feel about it. Yeah. Um, we'll try to be nice unless you say something that's not nice. Yeah. Um, but you should leave comments. Regardless, and uh, I think we might want to. Do we want to announce? Uh, actually, I'll wait till the end. We'll wait till the end. Yeah. So other social media. We're on Facebook. You can like us there, and uh, leave a comment somewhere if you want, or like a po- post comment. I don't know, post things. We're we're young. Tag us. We're young. We we know how the internet works. Young people don't even use Facebook anymore. I know. So, like, if you use Facebook, you're like automatically like. A boomer at heart, which is so sad. We're anyway, on. We're on Twitter at Witty Clothes. So uh, tweet at us. We tweet at us. Retweet our stuff. Yeah, that kind of thing. Get uh, thank you for that. Um, uh, Podcast wise, if you want to listen to the audio version, we're on iTunes. So rate, review, tell your friends, subscribe. That too. Um, we're on Spotify. If you want to follow us there, um, we have a Patreon, and mm-hmm. uh, we want to announce that we're gonna start. Doing exclusive stuff for Patreon. Yeah, we're going to do exclusive, some exclusive monthly, uh, a monthly live streams. We're going to do a first live stream. We don't have a date, but hopefully, like, I mean, probably this way I might have, like, a video saying, like, when the date you'll, is. You'll know. Look at our channel. You'll probably know by the time this is up. Yeah, so that's going to be, that, like, for that's kind of going to be, like, a holiday thing, even though it's going to be after Christmas mm-hmm. for everybody. But then after that, the monthly ones are going to be specifically for Patreon. You know, pro- you know pro- there's a good likely chance 
that this video is going to go up after we've had the live stream. Maybe. Or the same week we've had the live stream. Maybe. So, like, we may have already had it. Um, so, like, because, I mean, think about it because we still have one episode, then we have the one before this, and mm-hmm. then this one. So, that's, like, three weeks. Three weeks. We're, like, that's January, baby. 2020. 2020 is almost over. Thank maybe God. Maybe it's already over. Um, Thank God. Yeah, it, hopefully if you're watching it, it means that we made it to the and other sh- side. We're st- still kicking. And salad bars are back. Let's let's not get a little overly optimistic here. I miss salad bars. Oh, that's okay. Anyway, but uh, so, but after that after that live stream, they're going to be exclusive to Patreon for a monthly thing. Mm-hmm. And then also either like monthly or bi-monthly, we're going to watch something. Yeah. As like a group, and uh, there might be something exclusive coming out. Not exclusive, but for everybody mm-hmm. on the over Christmas. Mm-hmm. But after that, we'll be watching stuff mainly for Patreon. So if you want to get that stuff, yeah. you got to, I don't know what the tier is. Probably like the $1 tier, just be nice. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Give we, a dollar. We, got, we gotta, we gotta look at that. But that's we'll that's fine. That, we'll, but we'll I think probably for like if you just give us a dollar for that, you can join. You can hang out with us with a there. Whole dollar. Yep. And uh, but if you can, and if you can't afford that, just you know do the other stuff. Yeah. Just tell your friends. Yep. And I think that's it for social media. I think that is it. Uh, oh, we have an email. Email us wittyclothes at gmail.com. We don't have an Instagram. We don't have an Instagram. Probably make one. Because uh, then we will not be boomers. That's. Mm-hmm. Do you, what do you guys think? Do you, do you guys frequent the Instagram? Do you guys like Instagram? We don't know we'd have any pictures, but I guess we just like figure out something. Um, we don't really, we don't make a lot of, but I think you like take a picture of something and then link it to a video. Um, but God, you can tell how an experience you're these things. Um, just like, let us know if like, that's a thing that you're interested in. Yeah. But if well, not, we won't. Anyway. All right. But, uh, that's it. So for first reaction, fan reaction, I'm Dar Whitman. And I'm Kayla Clothier. Peace. Peace.